bit of a different audio input setup. Uh, seems as though I've got a lot of feedback, uh, or getting some more feedback, no complaints at all, uh, online, um, that I'm really quiet. So I don't know, maybe it's me, uh, but I did try uh, a little bit different on my audio input. So if you let me know if I'm like really loud or if I'm, uh, I'm all right on my volume input, Sending out invites to the show. We'll get rolling really, really soon. But if you can let me know how my audio is coming through, that would be absolutely great. Whoever's on, I think I saw Chrissy drop. Thank you so much for being here first thing on the drop. So yeah, without uh, too much uh, further ado, welcome to another uh, episode of Kiwi33 on uh, Twitch and hashtag Book of Killian on YouTube and BitChute. And uh, thank you so very much to everybody for their awesome user, or sorry, let's see, user um, audience engagement comments. I truly appreciate them. Um, I try to respond to everybody online and everything. So, um, oh, when I'm speaking, you can't really hear me. Oh, that's not good. Thanks, Chrissy. I appreciate that feedback. Um, I'll have to keep working at it. Maybe uh, see what's going on. I don't know. But I'll uh, when you share the video, the volume is usually good. Good morning, Sandra. Thanks for being here. Good to see you. All right. Well, I got to keep keeping on, right? Um, maybe I'll drop my audio. I'm gonna drop my audio inputs so maybe people bump up their uh, their volume a bit. Uh, so yeah, let's try this. So maybe try bumping up the volumes a bit. See what's going on. Um, hey now, yeah, Judy, thanks for being here. I appreciate that. So yesterday's share, um, great share, uh, got into some information uh, in the second half, uh, chatting with uh, Sasha's world. Sitting in on uh, on an interview with, um, I believe it's, uh, her last name is Islam, Tiana Islam, I believe, and uh, Sasha Stone. Um, one of the things I forgot to mention, actually, regarding uh, Donald Trump and his um, lineage, his name lineage within um, life, is that uh, the family actually has Christ. Uh, there's two two mentions of the name Christ in the Trump lineage. Um, his grandmother and I believe his uncle as well both have uh, Christ in their name. So his grandmother, she married Frederick Trump, which was his grandfather, obviously, while raising three children. Um, oh, no, not his grand. Sorry, that was his parents. My bad. So his, his mom actually had the name Christ in there, Elizabeth Christ Trump. So something to, uh, to bear in mind as well. Pretty cool stuff. Uh, yeah, the family tree. There we go. There's something, uh, something to keep in mind, right? Two mentions of Christ in the name. It's pretty dope. Going on to this awesome share. This is awesome. So this is a, from the moon landing, um, that took place. Or that didn't take place. I don't know. Like a 
Saturday morning laughs. Guys, I'm so glad that you could be here today for this. I don't even know how I got this. Somebody sent it to me and it's so amazing. I'm in tears right now. It's so Stuff like stealing and around on the internet. Like a puppet on a string. Wow. Alright, so that's one. Some funny laughs. Now the meat and potatoes of today's uh, today's show. This right here. Sit back and enjoy this. I hope you have your coffee. 20 minutes, we're going to chat. Let's have some fun. In your mind. I think it was, I'm pretty sure it was Sandra that sent me this. Uh, if I'm wrong on that, I apologize. But whoever sent me this, big thank you. Um, I enjoyed the crap out of this share last night watching it. I was like, I can't wait to show this tomorrow. <laughs> Um, Earth in real time, zooming in onto a, a place so that we can see what's happening at that place, and and we know that there is something up there looking down on us um, um, from space. But they will not do it. They can't do it. It it, it can't. It doesn't exist. It literally doesn't exist. It's it's all fraud. It's all fake. Um, pretty much everything NASA puts out is is fraudulent. Um, nobody has actually um, really gone all the way across Antarctica, yeah? Now, there are millionaires out there who, who could, you know, assemble the resources to make an expedition and completely, you know, go across and chart Antarctica and make a name for themselves, being the first person to do that, yeah? But nobody ever does. Um, now, you can actually measure the temperature of the moonlight next to the, measure, the temperature of the uh, shade of the moonlight, and you'll find the moonlight is colder than the shade, the opposite from the sun. So the moon is throwing out its own light, and that light is the opposite from the sun. Now, that tells you that it's not reflecting the sun's light. 
it's producing its own and its light is different from the sun's. So, you know, the scientific community have not told us this. Yeah, because they won't tell us this because um, it destroys this idea that the, the sun is, you know, is lighting up the moon. The other thing that's uh, about... Again, just to recap, re, uh, let me say that again. So we are in this theory that the moon reflects the sun's rays. But this gentleman, and I apologize profusely. If anybody knows his name, please, please hit me up in the comments and mention it. I apologize profusely. Um, but what has been mentioned in this is that the rays that are coming off of the moon itself are actually cooler or colder than the shadow beside it. That's the spinning Earth is looking at the stars. Now, um, directly above the axis of spin is the pole star, Polaris, okay? Um, directly over the North Pole. And um, we're told that the reason that all the stars spin around the, uh, the, the North Star is because the, the Earth is spinning at 1,000 miles an hour. Okay, seems to make sense because if you put a long exposure camera uh, pointing at the North Star, you'll see um, the stars will make perfect circles around, perfect star trails. The only problem is the, um, the Earth is also orbiting the Sun at 67,000 miles an hour. Okay, the Sun is moving, dragging the Earth and all the, all the planets up that way or that way um, at 600,000 miles an hour. So why do we see perfect circles? You know, because that's the slowest speed, <laughs> that's um, the slowest motion in that, in that mix. And, and yet the, the Earth is moving 67 times faster that way and 600 times faster that way. So you should see the stars do all sorts of strange move, um, motions, but you don't. You only see them make these perfect circles. That tells me that it's the stars that are moving, not the Earth. If a pilot is, uh, is flying... Well, let me just pause it right there before his next uh, little tip to blow your mind. He's going to talk about planes now. Last night I posted on Facebook, I'm like, planes fly over the plane. Get it? Planes fly over the plane. Um, guys, if you can just let me know how my audio is coming through in comparison to the presenter, if I'm more quiet than he is, vice versa, I'm tinkering with my audio inputs. Um, as I mentioned before, uh, my stuff is getting, um, getting pretty popular out there, <laughs> but it's some of the feedback that's coming back is that, uh, I'm a little too quiet. So if you guys can let me know, that'd be greatly appreciated. Thank you, folks around the curve of the earth then it sh he should be dipping the nose down um every every five minutes he should be dipping the nose down to to stay around the curve such a good point but the thing that really um uh, got me interested was as you say the gyroscope in in a plane there is a um, an artificial horizon okay, and it's based on a gyroscope and if you spin a gyroscope um on a surface it will want to stay upright. You can twist and tilt the surface as much as you like. The gyroscope will stay upright. So if a plane has a gyroscope and it starts um, following the curve of the Earth, the gyroscope would stay upright, which means your, the uh, um, artificial horizon will start to, to roll backwards. Mm -hmm. But it doesn't. 
That's absolute proof that a plane flies over a flat surface rather than a curved one. Because um, I asked the pilot um, on my last flight, uh, you know, does did you ever notice the the auto um, the artificial horizon uh, rolling backwards? He said, no, no. But the artificial horizon has complex electronics in it to to make sure it knows where it is on the Earth. Hold on, I just want to pause it right there. So the pilot said to him, the gyroscope has complex electronics in it, okay? Just remember he said that, okay. Then it compensates. But I went to um, the manufacturer of the artificial horizon and they confirmed to me that it's completely mechanical. It's mechanical. That means it's all structure. There's no, it, that means when something's mechanical, you don't have to plug it in for it to work. That means it just works. Thing electronic in it at no electronics. So it's it's literally just a gyroscope that can freely move. So that right there is proof to me that um, you know planes fly over a plane. Planes fly over a plane. Is that we're taught as children, um, you know, uh, this this ball earth lie, and um, you know you might ask as a child, you know. Um, what about the people in Australia? You know, they're standing on the bottom of the globe, won't they fall off? And your teacher says, no, no, gravity. And you go, oh, okay. And you never, never go back to that question. But when you go back to it as an adult and start looking at it with a critical eye, right, the whole thing falls apart. As you say, the, the globe is, is spinning at a thousand miles an hour. Um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, who's um, a leading astronomer in America, tells... Okay. Now, he's about to talk about Neil deGrasse Tyson, which is amazing. And what he's about to explain literally will make you laugh your shit. So don't don't have anything too much in your mouth because you might spit it out. I don't want to be sent any cleaning bills for your messy living rooms because I made you laugh. Okay, okay tells us that, that the Earth is not a perfect circle. It is actually an oblate spheroid. It's squashed. It's a spheroid. And, uh, and wider at the equator. Yeah? So, um... It's a squashed pancake. Exactly. Um, it's a donut. So my question to him would be, why is there land at the equator? Right. Because, um... Water will move more readily than rock. So if the earth is spinning, the water will be um, collected at the equator. I mean, if you spin a wet um, tennis ball, okay, you spin a wet tennis ball, the water shoots off at the And this is why. So the water shoots off, right? And again, if you guys caught it, I had the 90-second video I released, or I threw up yesterday about centrifugal or centrifugal, whichever way you want to say it, tomatoes, tomatoes, centrifugal, centrifugal force, right? Centrifugal force is not a measurement of gravity, or gravity is not a centrifugal force. Remember this. Equator, essentially. So all the water will be gathered around the equator. So why is there land at the equator? doesn't make any sense. The, it seems like Admiral Byrd found the edge of the dome, okay, um, while he was out there. And as soon as he left there, they started firing missiles straight up, I believe, to try and test how far that, that dome went. If you watch... 
And if you caught it, he just made reference to Admiral Byrd, right? Admiral Byrd, again, he went to Antarctica with his crew in the 40s, 47, I think it was. And half of his crew got laid to waste by those UFOs that came up out of the ice. Choo, choo, choo. The trajectory of the space shuttle, it doesn't go straight up. It always goes in a curve um, and out to sea. Yeah, and if you see it... Why is that? Well, because it... That, is it normal to go straight up? Well, as fast as he can to go out of the, of well, the atmosphere? Um, I, you know, I, again, I'm, I've been talking to a few people um, in, in sort of the scientific community, and I'll say, no, straight up isn't the right way to go. You have to sort of go sort of around the curve and, and, and get speed to, to get into orbit. But still, the point is that they, they actually go horizontal. The space shuttle goes horizontal. It never goes any further up. It goes horizontal, um, very, very low down in the, in the atmosphere. Um, because it lets it drops its um, external tank um, while it's still in the atmosphere. Um, so, you know, it's, it's still in the atmosphere while it's uh, horizontal, so it never gets any higher. And it goes out of sight, not because it goes too high, because it goes too far downrange. Um, and it seems that uh, nobody's ever on the space shuttle. And the proof of that is the Challenger disaster. Dude. Um, in, uh, I believe it was 1986, the Challenger exploded just after takeoff and killed seven astronauts. But it turns out that six of the astronauts are still alive. And uh, most of them are using their original names. What? Um, and you, you know, um, you can find pictures of them. They're, they're using the same names and they're, they're doing ordinary jobs now. Teachers. Teachers, lecturers, um, lawyers, How can whatever. You but, um, but they're still alive. And, um, and you can see whenever the space shuttle lands, um, you can hear it. It's, it's a loud jet engine. Um, you watch any, any video of uh, the space shuttle landing, it, you can tell it's a jet engine. Uh, that's a, it's a jet-powered aircraft. That's it. It's not a glider. Um, in my video, I show you a glider how that seems and then I'll show you the, the space shuttle and yeah it's not a glider it's, it's an aircraft um, and that's what they're fooling us uh, taking billions of dollars in and giving us images and uh, and, and fake planes um, for that 10 billion you know however many billions of dollars it is. That isn't the first thing that's been hidden over the years I mean we're all driving petrol cars because because a hundred years ago, the Rockefeller family uh, basically cornered the market on oil, and the there's that name again, Rockefeller. Um, the car industry was going electric, so you know all cars would have been electric from from the get-go, but they basically forced um, everybody to use. Um, petrol cars and have hidden this secret and, and literally you know we could be running around in electric cars that, that have unlimited mileage by now but uh, but we're still using these these 100 year old um, machines dirty machines because of uh, a secret that's been been kept it's, it's it's easy if everybody's been trained into believing that this is real right um 
and uh, and there's space, and uh, it's it's uh, within our interest to to explore space and uh, you know go to the moon, go to Mars. Yeah, people will pay for it, and um, and they're making billions. And yeah, there's there's more to it because I um, I believe there's a, a big deception coming, and it's to do with aliens because now um, since Roswell. Uh, 1947. Um, that was the first time anybody had ever understood the idea of aliens. But since then, we've been bombarded with uh, with science fiction and the idea of aliens. And most people believe there are aliens out there. So they've prepared us for um, an alien invasion or um, or an alien saviour. And I think the flat Earth came came along at the right moment to educate people to make people believe or, or or understand that we've been lied to and if you know as i know in my heart now that that is real this isn't i will not be fooled by aliens coming because there are no aliens there's no space yeah it's all it's all fantasy by by disney now. and nasa okay so again i'm gonna respectfully like I don't when somebody presents something absolutely amazing I always like well you got to give them the platform don't cut them off allow the space I don't fully uh I fully believe that there's aliens we know this you guys have heard me talk about this stuff before okay so please open heart open mind I still would like to give my two cents at the end of this which I will respectfully of course well, um, the Bible has a very, very clear view of what this this um, this place is, and it matches that place, and it matches this, okay? And, and what it says is, the great deep is under, just water, it's, it's just deep water, and above the firmament is water. And, you know, it says in, in Genesis that uh, he separated the water below from the water above and made a space. And then made dry land appear out of the water. So, um, what's under under the, the flat Earth? Well, it's water, and it just goes on. Um, again, I don't know for sure because I've not been under there. I don't know what's um, what's past the uh, the outside of or the um, you know the f first few hundred miles of, uh, of Antarctica. But um, everything I've I've seen over the last year and a half. Um, tells me that that is true and this isn't mm -hmm. and I'm starting to believe and trust my intuition about this well uh, this world intuition, is very baby. different from what most people think it is um, there are very powerful people who essentially rule this world right now um, and the ordinary person is a slave in this world and slaves aren't educated you know, they're taught what they need to, or, you know, they Take that in. Slaves aren't educated. We are taught what we are need to be taught. They only need, they need to know, that's it. They're not, they're not taught truth. They're taught what they need to know. Um, and so you're, you're taught enough so that you can, you know, do the paperwork and operate the machinery, um, but you're not meant to know what's really going on because that's what that's the power they have over us they know what's going on what you know how how this world works we don't 
so they can control it. Um, in my in my opinion, the the Big Bang theory and uh, the theory of evolution and the ball earth theory are all interlinked and they're all there to make us feel as though we're insignificant we're small small tiny Miniature. unimportant uh, pieces of slime crawling around on a on a speck of dust in an infinite universe if that's true and there's no purpose there's no meaning to anything then the our owners can do whatever they want with us then you know this is all accidental so food can be genetically modified because it's imperfect you know we can be modified because we're imperfect you know um, if we realize that this is the universe and complete we, universe yes this system is the is everything. is everything everything that nasa has put put out is cgi is fake okay um, You know, people say, I think you mentioned it, um, you know, if you look out in the, into the universe, you see that the moon is round, you know, spherical, and the planets are spherical, and you know, so why are we flat? Well, um, how do you know that the planets and the and stars are spherical? You know, all you get is, if you look for a telescope, you see a flat disk. If you think you see a, um, a spherical shape there, well, it needs two eyes to, to, to resolve 3D. If you're looking for a telescope, you can't see anything in 3D. It's going to be flat anyway. So all you see is a flat blob of light. It's only NASA that's given you these beautiful pictures of, uh, of, of so-called planets and stars. Yeah. Um, so so it's, it's, it's a fallacy to say, well, everything else out there is, uh, is spherical, so we must be. You know, how, this is special. You know, so why, it's, it's like saying um, a basketball is round, so why isn't a court round, you know? Um, it's, it's, it's a fallacy. So this is, this uh, idea of a ball earth, theory of evolution, the Big Bang, is all about making us feel nothing so that we can be used. If everybody realized how special we all are, how unique every single life is wow. then this whole world will change overnight well we wouldn't allow ourselves to to be used by this cabal we wouldn't allow this planet to be destroyed because they're destroying because oh it's just an accidental planet one of millions we've found other earths you know eventually if this one gets too messed up we'll go to another one no <laughs> this is this is it So if, if we all realize that, then we wouldn't allow all, this thing, all these things that are going on. It's all about um, control. There are a small group of people who want to control the world. And because there's so many of us out there, you know, they can't control us directly. They can't, you know, this small group of people can't, um, you know, come around to all of us and, and... They've controlled us to the point enough to have us thinking that we potentially are sitting on a globe when we could actually be sitting on a plate, though. Control us directly, so they must use our own minds, our own hearts and minds against ourselves. Hearts and minds. What do I talk about when you get your heart and mind in alignment? It's the development of your innate, the Holy Spirit, inside of you. 
And this is what they've done. They've, they've educated us into this world, uh, into this globe spinning, you know, heliocentric, big bang, evolution world, uh, which makes us nothing. And as soon as we change... This is, this is amazing because um, when I first started looking, it was about a year and a half ago, I looked on YouTube and there were maybe about 100 videos, um, not even that probably, um, and nobody was talking about it. Right? And then over the last, over 2015, Boom. it exploded. There are uh, thousands and thousands and thousands of people looking at, uh, at Flat Earth now. And what happens is, is that you'll watch something or read something and it, something will strike a, a chord in your mind and you'll think, yeah, I, I've always wondered that. That's called an awakening, a memory trigger, a fall. And what will happen is you will start feverishly researching. I mean, I, what happened to me was as soon as I, I got that, I, I spent every waking hour looking for things and testing things. And, um, and this seems to be replicated with, with thousands of people around the world who suddenly come into this. They start you know, researching and, and getting a, a passion for this because this is what I think. It's the truth. And we recognize the truth when we hear it. And we, and, you know, we feel it. And, and this, this I, again, I believe has come at the exact right time so that we, we awaken to what's going on in the world. Nothing else, you know, 9-11 even, hasn't awoken people right, to this extent. You know, for me, um, I've, I've been an atheist for 40 years. Um, from the age of 13, you know, I, I didn't want anything to, to do with God and Bibles and whatever and religions. Um, and now I know for a fact there is a creator. There are only two possibilities. Either there is a God or there isn't. And both of them are terrifying. Yeah. If there isn't a God, then nobody's in control. We're hurtling through space and, and there's no plan and there's no... There's no nothing, and, you know, that's terrifying. If there is a God, then we'd better find out who he is and what he wants and do exactly what he says. And it turns out that he gave us very specific instructions on how to live. Acronym for the Bible, Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. Um, and they're not, they're not rules as in, you know, laws that you, you know, that um, you must do follow uh, because uh, you know we'll put you in prison if you don't no these are these are, are rules to live by to to make a harmonious world you know don't don't harm anyone don't kill anybody don't steal from people you know don't covet people's items you know don't lie don't lie i mean <laughs> these, these things are written in our hearts anyway yeah but we're in a society that um that legalizes all of the Ten Commandments. Whoa. You know, the policemen and soldiers can kill. They're allowed to kill. Yeah. You know, Politicians even, can lie. They can lie. Um, they're lying all the time. They're actually. lying all the time. Police have been told that they are allowed to lie to try and get um, to, to catch somebody. Yeah. They're allowed to lie. Um, everything in the Ten Commandments is legalized in this society. That tells you who runs this society. So, so yeah, this 
this is this is a profound movement. I don't like using the word movement, but it's a profound shift in consciousness for people because, um, and like any other uh, topic that's that's come out in the last few years, this one has made people realise that they've been lied to. What's up, guys? I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, that little chat. Now, hi. Um, yeah, there I am. Hi, guys. So, what I um want to throw out there for uh, glad you like that, Sandra. Glad you like that. So the thing I want to I want to kind of outline to you guys is um, again we're gonna go back to the left brain right brain idea. Um, a friend of mine sent me uh, some information for consumption uh, with respects to the frog, Mark Twain and the frog and eating the frog, licking the frog, being aware of the frog, all these things about the, quote, frog. Now, if you guys know or not, I'm not sure, but I did the the uh, an episode recently about Mike Tyson and the frog. So, <clears throat> excuse me. Um, Mike Tyson had, had an experience. He went to Arizona. He smoked the frog, and he became awoken. He woke up. Um, the frog is your ego, right? And it's the idea of conquering or getting comfortable with, with the frog and being aware of the frog, being aware of the ego and what it does and conquering it, or at least being aware of it, using it to your own advantage for that, that matter, um, and using it almost as a tool or a weapon to help you survive. That's the, the, the goal of the ego. Now, what I then once my friend sent me that information about the frog and everything, I said, "Well, if you're going to talk about the frog, do you know about left brain, right brain?" And they said, "No." And I said, "Okay, well, let's take it this way." And this is something that I want—I really I want you guys to to latch on to. So, if we take the left brain approach to around Earth, right? Left brain is driven by science, right? So we've been taught that the world is round, right? These are things we look at a globe, we see these globes, all these different places, right? These are the things that we've been taught in our left brain. Now, science, as I always say, or as it is done, it, it resides in the left brain. Now, when you move to the right brain, where emotion, music, beautiful things are created, feel love, all these different things, that all comes from the right brain. And the right brain is a form of feeling. So I'm going to take gravity as my subject. And gravity is, is the biggest thing. So what makes gravity gravity? Gravity is, it acts downwards, right? Newton discovered gravity as a thing that acts downwards. The apple fell from the tree. It didn't roll away from the tree, exhibiting centrifugal force, right or inertia for that matter or energy continued it fell from the tree and as far as we know it fell and it stopped that was it right it didn't spin or anything like that now interestingly when that apple was falling from the tree and it was literally in free fall 
it didn't spin in free fall. It just fell straight down. And we've observed things when we drop things. There's no axial tension that acts on that apple to spin it. It just falls straight down, right? Okay, so we feel gravity because gravity keeps us stuck to whatever we're standing on, right? Right. Your right brain is a form of feeling, right? Right, which is right brain gravity. You feel gravity. Now, your left brain defines gravity as an energy force that acts upon whatever it is, blah, 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 9.6 kilonewtons per the meter, and so on and so forth, keeps you applied to the ground, and so on and so forth. But there's no mention that gravity is a centrifugal force, or it has rotational, or anything like that. So if gravity keeps us stuck to this Earth, then why would the Earth be round if gravity is not a, a force that is centrifugally centrifugally applied so what encaps what i i guess encapsulated that entire thing in saying is the idea of moving from your left brain to your right brain and crossing over is you being able to scientifically understand and look at the globe and say yeah scientifically i understand that but then be able to like the frog, master the ego, and feel gravity, and know and feel that gravity is applied because it's a feeling in your right brain because you get stuck to earth. You're being held down. There's no mention of spinning. Someone then came at me once I presented that same idea to another friend of mine later on yesterday. Somebody then came to me and said, Ah, yes, but what if gravity is being applied to you and it gets applied in different places at different things? And I'm like, well, gravity just sounds like uh, something that it gets to pick and choose how it gets to apply itself and whatever, wherever it wants to. And I guess it's the idea of the microcosm versus the macrocosm. I don't know. But for now, I'm cutting it. Please understand all I'm referring to in saying left brain, right brain is the idea of knowing versus feeling. And I firmly believe that the ability to cross over from knowing to feeling is what is going to separate us in our evolution. That's what coronavirus has been all about, teaching us to feel. Guys, have a great day. I'll see you this afternoon, 4 p.m. Be well, guys.